Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back, I'm back with another police accountability episode And this one is disturbing Cause it involves the allegation that a police sergeant physically assaulted a 15-year-old girl at a school. Now, that was a physical assault, not a sexual assault, but physically beat her or harmed her. I am on CBS42.com. This article is dated September 14, 2022. The headline is, Florida Police Officer Accused of Assaulting Teen at School. And it goes on to a Pinellas County family is seeking justice after claiming a Gulfport police officer assaulted a teen at Boca Siega High School. The National Action Network of Central Florida held a news conference on behalf of 15-year-old Manaya Sharif. Family members said it all started last Tuesday when Manaya was getting bullied by six girls. Ronald Pickney said... Manaya was the only one put in handcuffs. She was escorted away for her safety. They got her away and somehow she ended up in the officer's hands in handcuffs and this was the result. And when you look up these articles, they have video and they have pictures of her bruised eye. I mean, she was, something happened. It wasn't just like a little tiny scratch. No, her eye is black like she got slugged. Now she said she was thrown into a a divider wall and that's what happened. The mom said she had a concussion. Manaya said the Gulfport police officer slammed her against the wall and cuffed her after interrupting the verbal disagreement. He had slung me into the media center and when he slung me, I hit my forehead right here on the divider of the door and then he slung me onto the ground. Now, on this article, it doesn't get into something that is very disturbing, but I'm on msn.com and this is actually an article from WTSP and it is dated... The September 14th, 2022, the headline is, I didn't feel safe. Teen family wants Gulfport police officer fired following an alleged beating. And it goes through the same thing I just read, but they have another paragraph in here. The teen said when things started calming down, this was the altercation between the other girls. The officer pinned her against the wall and put her in handcuffs. She claims she was dragged into the media room in the library where there were no cameras. This this is disturbing. Now, first of all, these schools have cameras everywhere. So there should be cameras of everything up until she disappears in the media room if she is telling the truth. And so this is should be verifiable. So is there cameras showing her being cuffed and taken into the library and then disappearing off of camera? If the police officer took her into the media room, the police officer knew, or at least I am assuming, or highly speculative that the police officer knew this is one room that has no cameras, so we can take someone into that room and do things where it is not being videotaped. And if there is video of the officer taking her into this room, then everything that officer says or does afterwards, I do not believe. And everything the young girl is saying, I believe. The second thing I would be questioning is, is there body camera footage? What is that show? And if the officer has body cam, but it was not turned on, once again, then I am not believing a word he says. 
that he took her into a room, if he took her into a room, let me say it that way, if he took her into a room that there was no cameras, I'd have a tough time believing that he did not know there was no cameras in that room. And that he could throw her around or be a little physical with her knowing there would be no video evidence. Now, I would like to know what this police officer looks like because the young girl is black. And the first thing I'm questioning is, this police sergeant white or black? Now, it doesn't matter either way. I mean, I think it adds to the racism charge if he is white. But if she is black, I, I think you have police officers treat people they perceive as a lower class than richer people or people that have more money. And just looking at the family, I'm making the assumption that these are on the lower end of the economic scale. And I do not know anything about Boca Siega High School. I know nothing about this family, where they live, whether they are poor or upper middle class. I'm assuming poor poor class. I'm making a stereotype and I'm, I'm owning up to that. And I'm actually looking up as I thought about this to see where Boca... Okay, I'm familiar with St. Pete. This is South St. Pete. And all the roads in St. Pete run, they're numerical. So you have uh, streets run north and south and avenues run east and west. So I used to live there. You didn't need GPS to get anywhere. That if you knew the address and once you understood the system and how the streets are laid out, you could get anywhere very easily. You have a road called Central. And everything north of Central is North St. Pete. Everything south of Central is South St. Pete. South of Central is predominantly black and poorer. And Bocasiega is south of Central. So just by where Bocasiega High School is, I'm saying that's a poorer area of St. Pete and that these are poor family, poor people living there. Police officers think that they can abuse the poor people because no one's going to believe them. They cannot lawyer up and take them on where they would never do this if she was white middle class or upper middle class white person no there's no way they would have done that because here you you would have families that are making 100 200 grand a year they're going to lawyer up real quickly and sue them and take them on police police officers are known to take on the poor elements of society because no one's going to believe them they don't have the resources they don't have the credibility because they are poorer poorer where they're not going to do this if a they're not going to do this to a child where the parents are a doctor a lawyer a vp in a company you know these are probably lower blue blue collar working families and maybe even a single mother this is disturbing that police officers are attacking young girls like this and taking them into a or allegedly taking them into a room with no cameras and then physically assaulting her. And the pictures are not pretty. So hopefully this family will get some justice. Once again, I do. I never trust the police department where they investigate themselves. That would be like, I conduct a tax audit on myself. Of course, I'm going to do everything perfect, or I'm going to find more deductions that I didn't claim and, and claim a bigger refund. Or, you know, a college professor allowing students to grade their own term papers or grade their own finals. Not going to happen. And I think in this type of, I agree with the family. They need an outside group to come in and independently investigate this because I do not trust the Gulfport police. I do not trust any of the police department. Hopefully this family will get some justice. Hopefully this action group that they were working with, the National Action Network of Central Florida, is going to get some good attorneys and go after them. And that this 
Sergeant, if he did anything wrong, will be held accountable. And the police department will be held accountable. And hopefully if he did attack her and physically assault her, criminal charges are filed and he is prosecuted. We'll see where this goes. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.